Welcome to Streaming Into the Voids, What's New in Streaming, where we discuss the highlights of what's available for you to stream this week. I'm Kim Hollis, and with me are Raul Burriel, David Mumpower, and Tim Bryady. We will start with Hulu, which will debut Candy on May the 9th. This is described as a five-night event on Hulu, so it's five episodes, five nights back-to-back. Jessica Biel stars in the true crime story of Candy Montgomery, a 1980 housewife and mother who did everything right, but when the pressure of conformity builds within her, she snaps with deadly results. Isn't it supposed to be sexy results? Deadly (laughs) results sounds like the wrong type of program. What? Yeah, there's nothing particularly appealing about this one. Jessica Biel is made up to look like a dowdy housewife. Yeah, yeah, the the hairstyles are terrible and the story is very sad and dramatic. And why are all the female serial killers axe murderers? That lacks imagination. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently... It's not the only streamer that's going to do a show based on this person. So there you go. There'll be another one coming soon. So get ready to talk about it again in a few weeks or months. Were the rights to Lizzie Borden not available? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, over to Netflix. We did miss, just because they're sometimes not really great about saying whether something is new or not, The Circle on the week of April the 29th. It's the fourth season of the dating show where the contestants interact with each other through a social media platform called The Circle. So I'm sure that'll be showing up in the ratings in a few weeks. Yeah, we we see it here and there whenever they they drop Mm -hmm. a new new season. It's Again, this is going to be Netflix's bread and butter going forward Mm -hmm. because it's cheap. Yep. Okay. We move over to the week of May 6th, and the streamer has quite a few new shows and movies coming on May the 6th itself, including a movie called Along for the Ride, The Summer Before College, Studious Auden Meets Mysterious Elia, and on Nightly Quests, he helps her to experience the carefree teen life she was missing. This is a teen romance based on the Sarah Desen novel. Sarah Desen is pretty well known for her teen romances, so I think you can all guess what this will kind of play out like. One of them dies or they both die? No, she's there. Hers are usually happier romances than, yeah, not sad ones, typically. All right, next up is The Takedown. Forced to reteam after a decade, two mismatched cops investigate a murder in a divided French town where a wider conspiracy looms. This one stars Lupin's Omar C and is actually a sequel to a buddy cop movie from 10 years ago. It is a French movie and save yourself the frustration if you're going to watch it, watch it in French with the subtitles because <laughs> this the dubbing on this one is just as bad as the dubbing on Lupin. <laughs> All right, then. Also new is a Korean fantasy musical drama called The Sound of Music. It is the first season of the show. A magician living in an abandoned theme park makes troubles disappear and hope reappear for a disenchanted teen enduring harsh realities. 
it's kind of lovely looking. I don't know if it will be. Every yes. time we do, we do these and we you start to read the description, and I'm like, what what kind of show is it? And then it was like, oh, it's a foreign language show. It's okay, that makes, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I watched the trailer and I thought it looked really interesting, but I also couldn't shake the vibe that they might be sneaking in a pan's labyrinth underneath it. So yeah, maybe. I'm not convinced it's wholesome. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I guess we may or may not find out. All right, next up, a movie animated called Marmaduke. Messy and mischievous Marmaduke has a big heart, but he can't stay out of trouble. Does he have what it takes to shine in the swanky dog show world? This does feature the voices of Pete Davidson, J.K. Simmons, and David Techner. Why does this exist? (laughs) Why is this? Why? the, the animation too, it, it, Marmaduke doesn't look like Marmaduke in the comic strip, which really begs. No, the not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Next up is Welcome to Eden, season one. It's our final May 6th release. I put down three words for the description <laughs> on this one, and it's all you need to know. Spanish Squid Game. <laughs> there we go. And so we can look forward to that being at the top of the charts. That doesn't sound like Eden to me. okay we also have a few new releases on may the 11th starting with operation mincemeat yeah so this is the epic true story of the british intelligence scheme during world war ii that tricked the nazis into believing that allied troops would land in greece rather than sicily and it sounds absolutely amazing until you hear that it stars colin firth sorry that's two Colin Firths in two weeks everything is awesome stop I'm yawning already (laughs) also on May 11th is our father after a woman's at home DNA test reveals multiple half siblings she discovers a shocking scheme involving donor sperm and a popular fertility doctor This was a show on NBC two years ago called Almost Family. I am dead serious. This is illegal. This is theft. (laughs) Well, this is the real, this is the true story. Yeah, that's right. This is a documentary based on the actual true life events. Oh, then NBC should get sued for all their money. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But yes, this is a true story. And wow, the perils of at-home DNA tests, I suppose. Another May 11th release is 42 Days of Darkness, Season 1. In a town in Chile, a woman leads a frantic search to find her missing sister amid a media storm and the police investigation. This is inspired by a true case. So no vampires in Alaska then? I know. I thought they had the same thought when I saw the title. Okay. Our final May 11th release is Brotherhood, Season 2. In the aftermath of a deadly riot, Edson and Christina grapple with new enemies and threats, but as the stakes rise, their bond is tested. This is a Brazilian show, and something that's interesting about it is that it does feature Seu Jorge from City of God, so the kids from that film are still working and acting today. Okay, next up, we have two May 12th releases from Netflix, including Mavericks Season 1. This is an Australian series where motocross teens go for big air as they try to beat their rivals, bring out the best in each other, and win it all. I'm only interested if there are whole shots. <laughs> there might be. And our final new show is Savage Beauty 
season one, seeking revenge for her tragic past, a mysterious woman embeds herself in a powerful family who possess a global beauty empire and dark secrets. This is a South African series. It sounds like that movie, Ready or Not. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, we move over to HBO Max and a couple of shows that we missed and I'm kind of annoyed about it because one of them is a show that we watched the first season of but we'll start with the one we didn't watch which is The Way Down Part 2. This is a follow-up to the documentary miniseries subtitled God, Greed, and the Cult of Gwen Shamblin. As we discussed when we mentioned the first part of the series, Gwen Shamblin actually died in a plane crash before the first part of the docuseries came out. So this part of the docuseries explores the fallout of her death and people's reactions to the original documentary. And the other show that we missed was Made for Love, and it is now going into its second season. After the events of season one, Hazel, played by Kristen Milioti, is back at the hub for 12 weeks as her father, Ray Romano, is being treated for cancer. This is a really quirky, dark comedy, and I like it quite a bit. I don't know how David feels about it, but I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I kind of go back and forth on it, but I will say that the end of last season Mm -hmm. set up a fascinating storyline for this year. They made something seem utterly impossible, just wholly unimaginable. And then that very thing happened in a completely plausible way. So I want to see what the plan is there. Mm -hmm. Agreed. On May the 12th, HBO Max will debut Hacks Season 2. This is the critically acclaimed and award-winning comedy about the dark mentorship between two comedians and stars Gene Smart and Hannah Eimbinder. The first season got all sorts of nominations and awards like anything you can think of it seemed to be nominated for Gene Smart, Hannah Eimbinder, yeah just all the awards. Jane Smart's one of those actresses that you'll notice everyone wants to work with her because they know they're going to get better just staying in a room with her. There was a show we watched a while ago where Christina Applegate played her daughter and they were so good together. I mean, in in a way, they were better together than Applegate was with Will Ferrell in Anchorman. I am not even joking. And so her recent career ascension and all the awards attention she's received, it is so gratifying to me because it really is one of the rare examples in this industry of meritocracy. Okay, on Paramount Plus. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm doing it. (laughs) May 11th brings us the Challenge All-Stars season three they've actually upped their game with the cast this time it does include some of the people we've seen on the first couple seasons of the all-stars version of the show which is not as good as the regular version of the challenge by any means but they have brought in some different folks including brad fiorenza who is interesting darrell taylor who has been on previous seasons of the all-stars but is a great contestant jordan wisely kayla casilius who david thinks is pretty veronica Porti who is fiery, I guess. I don't know how else to describe her. Wes Bergman, who thinks he can control the show. And yes, Duffy, who won season one. So I'm surprised that Brad is going to do this because let's be honest, he has mainly gone on the challenge lately to meet 20-year-old women. And the yes. challenge all is adult women. Does not have any 20-year-old women now. But uh, also the casting of Jordan. Jordan is a... Yeah. Acquired taste would be what I he would is. say politely. Um, 
Jordan's his own worst enemy, and he has a physical malady that has made him really project a persona that limits who he can be as a person. And it's it's a little frustrating to watch because I honestly believe he doesn't mean to be what he is, but he's his own worst yep. enemy. But I agree my with God, that. ever loved Darrell Taylor, don't we? We do. And I think Jordan's matured some. He's had some unfortunate things happen over the last few years which you know be interesting to see what he does here okay on peacock we did miss a show called killing it season one which features illinois state university alum craig robinson we missed this one by about a month i mean we're trying peacock we're really trying this one has craig robinson as a divorced dad who's trying to make a living when he stumbles across the lucrative business of killing pythons to collect bounties it's a comedy and uh, the trailer really clicked with me so i figured we'd include it here even though we'd missed it it does co-star claudia o'doherty an australian actress who initially i had a lot of trouble pinpointing until i finally recognized her as oh yeah she plays the pirate's wife in Our Flag Means Death. She's great in this one. In the trailer, at least, she was fantastic. It plays like another NBC sitcom, which is essentially what it is. And I just hope it does well. Honestly, I want Craig Robinson to do well, and he just doesn't seem to ever land a good sitcom. He only vacillates from one to the next, and I'd like for this one to last longer. Got all that Pizza Hut money. (laughs) Okay. On Amazon Prime Video, we did miss one on April 28th called 10% Season 1. This is a UK comedy about a London talent agency where agents scramble to keep their star clients happy and their business afloat after the sudden death of their founder. It features numerous cameos from big name stars doing outrageous things. Yeah, here's another one that we missed the initial announcement, but the trailer really clicked well enough that I thought it needed some mention here. Yeah. Okay. Also from Amazon Prime Video are a couple new shows coming on May the 6th. The first one is the second season of The Wilds, which is a show that David and I actually enjoyed quite a bit about teenage girls from radically different backgrounds who find themselves stranded on a remote island, unaware they've become the subjects of an elaborate social experiment. By the end of the season, some things started happening, and I am interested to see where they go with it. What she's hitting at, we can just go ahead and spell out. And that's, they make it a huge deal out of the fact that it's an island that they have dropped a bunch of women at unannounced. So it's like Lord of the Flies, only now they're going to say, what if all the boys that Lord of the Flies suddenly met an island full of women? It's going to end in tears, and I'm here for it. All right. The other May 6th release from Amazon Prime is The Unsolved Murder of Beverly Lynn Smith, Season 1. Yep, we're going to spend a whole season on this one. A cold case murder spanning over four decades. A friendship born of a love of fishing that soon turns sinister. An infamous police tactic woven together from first-hand accounts and expert interviews, family archives, and rare access to key participants. This documentary series is a winding tale that explores the unrelenting enigma of a search for justice. <laughs> Sigh. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Apple TV Plus has a couple new items on May 6th, starting with Tehran Season 2. Tehran was the first non-English language series to be released on Apple TV Plus. Here's the second season. The Hebrew and Persian language geopolitical thriller tells the story of Mossad agent Tamar Rabinyan, played by Niv Sultan, who goes undercover on a mission in the titular Iranian capital. And this second season actually stars Glenn Close. Okay. And the other new release from Apple TV Plus is The Big Con, and that's C-O-N-N. Eric C. Con was a lawyer living a little too large in eastern Kentucky until two whistleblowers realized he was at the center of government fraud worth over half a billion dollars, one of the largest in U.S. history. And that was just the beginning. I feel like his name so, was a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> right? should have, they really should have suspected something sooner. All right, and we close it out with the former IMDb TV, now Amazon Freebie. Oh, no, we're not going to use those words <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> it's Bosch Legacy Season 1, coming May the 6th. So Harry Bosch is back, but this series will focus on his daughter, Maddie, who's following in her father's footsteps and has joined the LAPD. Titus Welliver, Mimi Rogers, and Madison Lintz all return in this all-new series. The original Bosch series followed that family dynamic of Bosch and his ex-wife raising their daughter, and the actress who played their daughter grew up to the point where, I guess she's an adult now, we should probably do something with her, and they cast her as a cop, and so now she gets to be the star. All right, then. Well, there are plenty of options for you to watch this week, so go watch something. 